It's a great day for a podcast. Once again, here he is, John Oakley. Quite a fray in the Tony Georgetown neighborhood in Washington, D.C., where a billionaire brain scientist has had a couple of statues erected. And uh, they don't comply with the aesthetic of the neighborhood, so the criticism goes. And this one may actually go to court because the two statues are the Transformers uh, that you would know as Optimus Prime and uh, Bumblebee. So uh, there we go. We've got the table set. We want to find out exactly how this came to pass as an imbroglio in the neighborhood. Joining us on the line is Paul Strauss. He's a lawyer representing the billionaire brain scientist, Dr. Newton Howard and his statues. Uh, Paul Krauss, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good to have you. You know, technically, I represent Optimus Prime. Bumblebee has separate counsel for ethics reasons. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, there you go. Oh, uh, I see. I see you're taking this with a grain of salt, or is it a very serious matter that's uh, sort of underlying it, it all is, It is very, very serious. First of all, with the rise of artificial intelligence and, uh, uh, it, it, you know, taking over the industries like law, uh, I want to make sure that I'm on the good side of the robots from the beginning. So <laughs> we're, we're going to be working very hard on this case. And let's face it, Optimus Prime and, and the Autobots have uh, been protecting Earth for centuries. So I think if they want to relax a little bit and hang out in Georgetown, which is a great district of Columbia neighborhood, they ought to. Well, sure. I mean, uh, that would all be upside, wouldn't it? I mean, who are these complainants then? And uh, by what uh, dent do they come to complain? For the life of me, I really don't understand it, but Georgetown is a historic district, and if anything, the Transformers, let's face it, they're really millennia old. If anything, they're prehistoric, so (laughs) I don't see how they clash with the historic value of the neighborhood, but for some people, uh, Georgetown is a part that is under the jurisdiction of a federal body called the Old Georgetown Board. D.C. is not a state. We want to be a state. We want to have the rights of a state. But because of a quirk and how we're treated under our government, Congress has these boards that have more authority than they would if we lived in one of the 50 states. And Georgetown happens to be D.C.'s one neighborhood that, even though it's not federal, uh, is under federal control for the purposes of deciding what does and doesn't pass for aesthetic taste. Wow, uh, this could almost uh, then enter the realm of politics and be settled that way. Is it this one going to go to court, do you think? Well, I hope not. At the end of the day, it is a dispute between neighbors. But what we're finding is that the entire, the majority of the Georgetown community really likes and supports these statues because they make children smile. And I think in these days, where at least in the United States, you have so many children worried about mass shootings and and horrific things, anything that makes children smile, that really is a superpower. And that really makes them superheroes. And so I don't want to take that away from the neighborhood kids who like them. And in fact, people come from around the community. They take pictures. And every time they do, uh, it, it brings some joy. And look... Washington, D.C., we are the part of the United States where Congress sits, and that often takes away a lot of our joy. So (laughs) anything that brings us 
joy. We want to uh, encourage. Yeah, Washington is the town that fun forgot. Uh, by the way, uh, the lawyer for Optimus Prime, uh, Bumblebee has def- different representation. Paul Strauss is with us. These statues that are on the front lawn, or I guess it's the frontage of the home uh, of the billionaire brain scientist, Dr. Newton Howard, being contested. Uh, he's had them erected and put in place. It was supposed to be a six-month tepor- temporary arrangement. That's since lapsed. How big are the statues, by the way? Well, they're life-size for the life of, you know, an Autobot. They're, they're tall. <laughs> 14, 15 uh, feet, maybe. Seven feet. Oh, okay. But they, uh, they're, they, and they stand out. I'm not going to pretend that they're uh, consistent with the type of art that other Georgetown residents might provide. But these are on top of these old planters. And everybody else on the block has these planters. They jut out the same way. They don't block the sidewalk. They don't block the street. They're not hurting anybody. And the truth is, the fact that they've been up a little longer has helped us prove a couple of points. You know, one of the neighbors said, well, what if the next guy wants to put up a statue of Joseph Stalin and says that that appeals to him? Well, the truth is, nobody has put up any Stalin statues in Georgetown, so we know that's not a real problem. In fact, it hasn't started uh, a trend of any kind. Somebody said, look, it's tracking these uh, biker gangs, and they had a picture of a guy on a $20,000 $20,000 Ducati who looks like he does tax work for one of the local consulting firms. So, you know, I'm not sure what they're, what kind of crime they're worried that these so-called bikers are committing. Uh, as best as I can tell, if there's any crime, it may be some tax evasion, some securities fraud, you know, white collar stuff, the kind that doesn't really hurt the school district or property values. Right. Okay, so this little neighborhood spat now has uh, evolved into something else, and you've got the billionaire brain scientist, Dr. Newton Howard, who's being represented by Paul Strauss, and uh, these two statues will just have to keep apprised of whether or not they're coming down or they're staying up. Uh, Dr. Howard is pretty much emphatic they're staying, and he'd even take it to court if necessary. Interesting, because every every neighborhood or community seems to have some kind of, uh, you know, spanner in the works when it comes to neighbors and uh, their fights. This one just uh, upped somewhat by uh, the ante with Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. I appreciate you joining us and giving us a snapshot of uh, what is fairly common in a lot of other neighborhoods, albeit not with this kind of uh, heavy-duty iconography. Uh, Paul, thanks so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you. Court proceedings against this doctor uh, with the Transformer statues. Council introduced a unique witness, the Canadian voice actor Peter Cullen, whose voice you'll probably recognize as that of Optimus Prime. Give a listen. Good morning. My name is Optimus Prime. I am not a famous, renowned cognitive scientist. I am not involved in neurodegenerative issues, nor am I a genius. I am not Newton Howard, whose inclusive, positive message is transforming the world. Heroes create change. Newton is a true hero who is revolutionizing treatments of neurological diseases and injuries. He has said, Transforming lives is the inherent ability in people. As a United States intelligence officer, he was struck by an improvised explosive device while serving overseas, and during years of recovery following his injury, he committed himself to helping others affected by traumatic experiences and neurological diseases.
He is the key to bringing human thoughts, medical science, and technological achievements to cure behavioral health disorders among the leading causes of preventable deaths in the United States. I, Optimus Prime, pale to his heroism. Georgetown should be proud to share his visions of transformation. Peace is the right of all sentient beings. Autobots, humans, let us transform till all are one. Well, there you go. <laughs> that was that was a testimony in court by Peter Cullen, the voice actor for Optimus Prime from the Transformers for this guy who's got the statues and he's facing a lot of heat from the locals and his neighbors who have complained. Can you, can you imagine getting into a local property dispute with your neighbors and Optimus Prime shows up to to give you to be a character witness for you? This is pretty good. And the lawyer, by the way, told me that the court had asked him at the end. You know, sir, could you please spell your last name? P-R-I-M-E. And I said, what about Bumblebee? And the lawyer said, Bumblebee doesn't have a last name. We dodged a bullet there. <laughs> right. That was Paul Strauss. He was on with us last hour. Uh, you know, he was, was tongue in cheek, but a serious subtext to the story nonetheless. And we thought we'd share. Listen to the John Oakley Show live each weekday afternoon from 3 until 6. If you live in the Toronto area, just turn that AM dial to 640 and listen anywhere on earth 24 hours a day by going to 640toronto.com. Follow on Twitter at AM640Oakley. You've been listening to A Curious Cast. New podcasts and shows are debuting all the time. So check back often to see what's new in the Curious Cast Library.